Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains. And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Capitalist labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and particularly happy because we're recording this on Thursday morning because we're going to have a shutdown weekend. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, String Bean and Annie on the panel. Five days. Woo! Good morning. <laughs> it's a great morning. Great morning. No buzzer. Where's he? Missing in action. He's in England. Oh! Darling, the week before. <laughs> What's going on with him? He's probably gone over there to watch the cricket. Oh, the cricket. <laughs> we, we weren't going to mention just, the just cricket, a, but now ima- that you have... Just imagine Buzzer at Lords. He was going... Copping it from the palms. No, remember, he was going to South Africa too, wasn't he, at one stage? Oh, yeah. Imagine going over there at the moment and telling him you're an Aussie. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is a oh. disgrace. We are outraged, and they should have got longer than a year ban, I reckon, for what they did. It was for silliness too. What, when when did they think? A couple of knobheads. When did they think they were going to get spotted? Like <laughs> there is more cameras. They've got five thousand cameras on everything they do. They, they reckon they were going to get picked up. Please, playing with your balls playing on with camera, your balls. scratching I, your nuts. I I think it's a bit of a storm in a key, teacup. To be honest, oh, you would spring bean. Jesus, I'm just not interested. There's more important things. What other storm in a teacup? What's more than important? We had? We've got we've got another storm in a teacup. We actually won a court case in the federal court. Well, that See, that. that's bigger news. That's that's huge news because our our record in recent times has been about five zero. What did we win? We won the matter out at the uh, Tullamarine Airport, involving two of our organisers, Mr. Travers and Mr. Hall, who visited a uh, job uh, out there, which was a Fulton Hogan job. We were the old airport alliance. Yeah, and uh, they went on to the job. They dealt with the issue on that job. And then they went back to the car park, and in the car park, the, the uh, amenities were shared with 
a company called McConnell Dow, and the uh, project manager for McConnell Dow came into the sheds where the boys were having a cup of tea with the McConnell Dow steward and said, leave the site, you haven't given 24 hours notice, I'm going to call the police, which just happens, of course, out at the airport to be the federal police, and the federal police duly arrived and went, what the hell is all this about? The, bloke's, the bloke is known to us, Mr Travis is known to us, he's allowed to go airside and all sorts of things, and this is a bullshit, this is a storm in a teacup. Fair income, cup of Fair tea. Fair income, they had a cup of tea with the steward, wasn't even about work, wasn't even on the site, because site so what was did that airside. So what did that cost the ratepayers and us? I think over a two year period, we're probably looking at over $100,000 for the ratepayers. Jesus Christ. They got thrown out. The judge actually early in the matter, probably nearly 12 months ago, suggested that maybe it wasn't a good matter to pursue, but Nigel Hatchkiss, he wanted to pursue it, and they continued to pursue it, and they have been absolutely humiliated in court. That little terrier. Oh, dear, how sad. But, oh dear, Travi <laughs> and uh, Big Adam... Well, you can have a cup of tea now, according to the federal court. You can go on to a job and have a cup of tea, a social conversation with the members. And uh, that's all legit. And the ABCC can't do nothing about it. There's a precedent there for everybody. Turn on the urns. Make tea. Don't don't have a coffee. Have a cup of tea. (laughs) The rules might be different for coffee. Not sure yet. (laughs) Yet to be tested. Yet to be tested. You can't fly a flag, you can't wear a sticker, but you can have a cup of tea. And you can't swear. Or you can't, ooh, we're all in trouble, aren't we? (laughs) Jeez, I'll tell you what. And I'll tell you what, this is how the world's going. I I had an interesting thing happen to me during the week. I was sitting, I shouted one of my stewards out for breakfast, and uh, I noticed he was playing with his mobile phone. I said, what are you doing? He was putting everything he ate in his mobile phone so he knew how many calories he had. Please, come on, boys. What's happening to the old builders? What's going on in this world, mate? Honestly. That's that's healthy eating. That's what all the young people are into. He's got an arse like the side of a bar. Why would you be worried about that, you know? (laughs) I'm not daring to ask who this delegate was. (laughs) I won't won't tell you now I told you that. (laughs) But he's one of your mates. Oh, he rides a bike, does he? He does. He does. I think I've just guessed who it was. Let me tell you a story about a certain delegate who parked his car and went over to a bike shop in Ligon Street, uh, East Brunswick. And someone was we driving... We had to get on the bikes, didn't we? No, 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 listen to this. This, this. Anyway, parks the car. Didn't look where he parked the car. And someone uh, told the missus that they'd seen his car parked in front of the local brothel. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, everyone needs it, some loving. It caused some grief. And he was just going to the bike shop. Gee whiz. Oh, oh, well. well, never mind. He was going to ride something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cheerio to uh, JC. Righto, moving right along. Storm in the teacup was the good news this week, but the bad news this week is, despite the fact it was all about an industrial dispute, the uh, Director of Public Prosecutions... The police, etc., etc., have decided to continue with their uh, pursuit of the Secretary John Shetka and the Assistant Secretary Sean Reardon for blackmail in relation to having a conversation with Borrell about an industrial dispute. 
and that matter now has uh, been basically fitted into the magistrate's court for committal, and that will take place in early May, following the decision of the full bench of the Supreme Court rejecting the appeal that had been uh, put in that the matter should not be uh, proceeded with. And uh, the judges, 3 nothing, decided stuff the CFMEU and uh, referred it back to the Director of Public Prosecutions and the Magistrates. And an hour later, the matter was heard in the Magistrates' Court. Is that sufficient? Oh, you've just got to give them that. You've got to give it to an A for planning, eh? An A for planning. So it's like someone knew what was going to happen. Indeed. Anyway, Ironically, all, of course, happening on the fifth anniversary of the wall collapse in Swanson yeah. Street. And I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that straight up because that is the fifth anniversary of the wall collapse and uh, three innocent members of the public were killed that day. And uh, really, it's a disgrace that other than a minor fine against the Grocon uh, Empire... Nothing has happened. No one has been held responsible. A minor fine against Grocon, a fine against the uh, subcontractor who installed the uh, signage, which actually was the cause of why the uh, wall came down. He copped it in the neck, even though he was just doing a subcontract, putting a sign up. The engineering, all that stuff, all the uh, serious work that should have been done before that uh, sign went up on the wall. Uh, it was re- responsibility of Grocon and nothing's happened. No coronial inquest that, has been completed, nothing. That poor signwriter got persecuted, didn't he? Oh, yeah. One he, man band, poor bugger, you know. Yeah, he copped it, he bankrupt the whole lot. And all he did was turn up and do what he was told so by what they told him, yeah. people who were supposed to know what the hell was going on with the... Stability of that wall, I mean, the wall had been in place for God knows how many decades, probably something like 50, 60 years, and uh, you put a great big sign on top of that, it's like a great big parachute and the wind caught it. So you get a year ban for playing with your balls, but if you take three lives, it's $80,000 per life, apparently. Oh, and... uh, And... uh, they were it all depends who you go out for lunch, mate. That's all that matters these days. Seems that way. Indeed it does. And uh, maybe at this point, uh, because we're talking of matters legal, investigative and everything else, maybe we'll just cut to Elvis Costello and watching the detectives.
There it was. Elvis Costello watching the detectives because they're watching us. There is no doubt about that at all. Now, just moving on. Well, yeah, went and saw. I went and went and saw uh, Candide on Monday night. With Jerry Garcia. Yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they had two original members. I'll tell you what, they were really good. They got off the bad start when he, the bass player broke, broke a bass string, but I've never seen that before. But anyway, Neither when you I. when you see him play, you'll understand why. But he was they were sensational. It was a really, really good concert. Yeah, I think they were at Woodstock, weren't they? Original ones from yeah. Woodstock. Two members, it was a great concert. Just a little bit of... Uh, Molly Gorilla there, mate. Yeah, and a cheerio to Adam Olsen, who got in the mosh pit uh, early this week uh, when there was a really big uh, show with uh, some serious rappers like Chuck D and uh, Be Real and the boys from Rage Against the Machine were here. And we'll come to that a little bit later in the show. Flat out heavy metal at Download Festival. It's been a lot happening. And for those who are interested, Robert Cray, the great uh, blues, rhythm and blues guitarist, will be at the Croxton in May. 80 bucks a ticket, but he's well worth seeing. Righto, moving right along. Not as bad as Robert Plant, 180 a ticket. Don't get me going on that. Oh. 180, oh, anyway. Never mind. Here we are. We love music on this show. And uh, we can't ever agree about the music, but we love no, music. We, we don't get any say. You just play what you want. As it should be. Righto, moving along. Jesus. Infrastructure disaster. The disaster continues, folks. There has been uh, some incidents on some jobs around Melbourne. CPB uh, out on Sky Rail, as he everywhere. Oh, dear. And they want to work Easter. Oh, dear, oh, dear. And then out at Lang O'Rourke's job out at Rosanna, a demountable building was being delivered and as it was being lifted off the truck, all the lifting points failed and back she went onto the truck. And I might add that some of the uh, big bosses of Lang O'Rourke were walking by at the time. I think their pants are a little bit brown. Anyway, it's all happening in the uh, infrastructure area and the latest development is that the CPB John Holland Joint Venture doing the Westgate Tunnel Project have now started themselves a precast facility up at Benalla and they've got the planning permit, they're constructing it but they've subbed out the actual a manufacturer of precast to a mob called Fabfast. And Fabfast have put in quietly a greenfields, brownfields, who knows what kind of field agreement into the Fair Work Commission and the rate of pay for a bloke doing precast at this facility is going to be about 23 to 27 bucks an hour. And if you look at what uh, precasters get everywhere else, probably twice that amount, it's quite clear what our good friends from John Hollands and CPB plan on doing. They plan on creating cheap precast as far away from town as they could possibly can and then ship it in by rail. And uh, I would imagine that their plans are way beyond just the Westgate Tunnel. This is going to be their means to supply cheap precast 
right around the eastern seaboard, every job going. So it looks like we're in for a fight, and uh, we will take up that fight. Fabfast sounds like that calorie counting again, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Instead of watching the waistline, it's more like the uh, the wallet line or trimming out the costs of labour. Indeed. And uh, not only... uh, is that particular agreement subject to opposition from ourselves, but even the Fair Work Commission has delayed considering the matter because it's so bad. And the fact that this company, in another form, has employees means that it can't be a Greenfields agreement. So there's going to be a long and bitter legal argument about this as well. Now, on the subject of unsavoury characters... Well, there's good and bad in all of this. Two companies, as one of which has been mentioned before, that's Capital Form. They've gone into uh, voluntary uh, liquidation. Jeez. Right? So the whole family, the so whole still, bloody lot of them. So he's still got his million-dollar house boat and his luxury oh, cars yeah. and holidays oh, yeah. and all that. The oh, rats. yeah. What a joke. Paid for by child support payments. Yes. And and bloke's salary sacrifice to the yeah. sea bus. And I might And, and he's, blamed, he's blaming the he's blamed us for his going broke. Blame the unions. Yeah, got up in front of his employees and said, even though he, they weren't, as far as he was concerned, technically he's employees because he distanced himself. Oh, as you do when you don't pay them. Yeah, and he said... I'm doing it harder than you, he told these blokes. Oh, God. <laughs> and he told them, doing it harder. Well, these blokes have been with him for some time through a number of different companies because he's phoenixed a lot. And then they're finally twigged. He don't give a stuff about them. I'll look after you. I'll pay you back and all the rest of it. So the ABC, the ABC, CBC and him, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he fall oh, yeah, without a doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't waste their time... You know, booking us for having cups of tea and swearing and, and putting flags up. They'd be going after a real case like him, wouldn't they? Surely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve McBurney's an umpire. He knows what's right in the world. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be after personal fines too. That million-dollar yeah. house will be gone soon, surely. Yeah, and the, and the great big luxury yacht. Houseboat, the houseboat. Yeah. Absolute joke, isn't it? Anyway, to add to that uh, disaster, there is another group, project group, who have also gone into uh, administration, and uh, there's a lot of money owing to subcontractors. Now, not only are the blokes from Capital Form and Project Group uh, owed money, but there is also a lot of subbies who have unfortunately fallen into the trap of not checking out who is behind these companies and what their uh, financial status is. And consequently, there is a huge amount of money owed. In the case of Capital Form, there's something like $4.2 million, $4. million owed. And not so, not only to the employees, but all a lot of s- small subcontractors. And I had a conversation with one the other day who's, who did check. Who did check. He got burnt the last time round when it was Hall Concrete Constructions. This time... He didn't go anywhere near him, and uh, he still hasn't got his money from the first bloody burning, and he's luckily not going to be burned a second time. But some people have been, and this problem is absolutely endemic in the industry, and people should just check. 
okay, maybe you don't like the union, but the union might know a little bit more than you. So make a phone call and find out. It's just someone listening doesn't like the union. Seems unlikely. Very unlikely. <laughs> uh, cheerio to Steve McBurney. And all you bosses that are listening, hope, hope, yeah. we, hope we don't shit, can you? I wonder if Hatchkin we'll still listens you. just for just for a laugh. Old, to- old time, G'day, so. Nigel. <laughs> Actually, we're coming up to the uh, 3CR the collection thing, aren't we? So we'll yep. have to start shit counting a few of the bosses. Yep. <laughs> and in talking Cheerios, we should also send a Cheerio to one of our regular listeners, young Jesse Wilshire, who's oh, just Spider-Man. had Spider Man. Spider Man just had a very serious operation. He has bounced back, and he is absolutely unbelievable. After he's, all, he's the a legend. Ops, all the operations mm. and all the stuff he's been through, he has bounced back and he he is on the up and up. He is going great guns. <clears throat> he should so, be he should be captain of Australia, Jesse. Indeed. Now, Scallywags. Element five. Oh not again, please. Oh yes. And not just Out for of Blackburn. one. Not just for one. Blackburn, uh, the toilet situation there. We've, we've previously had a story about women's amenities, and uh, this one was a shocker. Um, blokes, the blokes have got running water, the whole works, you know, a shed, nice uh, facilities, and the women's toilet, a was, chemical uh, fucking little oh. thing sitting out on the footpath. On the footpath. <laughs> right oh. in front of the neighbour. Like, no, no screens, nothing. Just, just sitting out there. With the neighbours watching directly yeah. across the road, unbelievable. And uh, they thought that was that was fair enough. And they had a few women on the job. But too. They did. They did paint it red so the women could find it easily. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, keep going. There's more to this story yet. But yeah. So that's just one. Uh, and then there was another job, um, or is it the same job? The same no, job with the crane. Same job, yeah. same job in Blackburn. Um, they've put a crane up. One small problem: the top section of the tower upside down. Clark's so no ladder access. No ladder access. They, so they fixed that. They got a little aluminium ladder. Used, <laughs> got some got some tie downs. <laughs> rigged up an extra little bit of ladder so the driver could get in there. And that wasn't the end of it. The crane, this crane, the computer wasn't working. That's right. Why are the the, the project manager was asked why are there load cells on the bloody hook? Uh, would that be because the computer's not working? Apparently hadn't been working for something like four weeks or five weeks. Which brings us back to the green sticker, doesn't it? No yeah. green sticker. No green well, sticker. Well, obviously, then that's what the whole point. I no mean, crack testing, Clark's, seven months out of date. Clark's and Element 5 don't do any of that. And, you know, all our builders do. So the green certificate, so that all that gets checked out. And it doesn't get okay until the green certificate's on it, and it's all done. But they don't do it because of the cost. The, the operator was complaining because his seat wasn't uh, fixed. Kept yeah. sliding backwards. It wasn't a fruit box. We right. had a crane with a fruit box in once. <laughs> and and when the when he's when he when these complaints came up, the boss said, "Well, why didn't you tell us?" And the operator said, "Check my notes." <laughs> For months, he's been complaining about oh, this crane, yeah. the seat, and all that. It's all written down. Yeah. All written down. Yeah. I said, where, oh, do, where do these notes go? Do they don't go to. Oh, they go to the safety manager. Oh, we did know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Clark trains and Element Five absolute shockers. Now, should also, of course, put in uh, the joint venture from Westgate Tunnel. That's John Hollands and CPB who are trying to get cheap labour. Capital Form and the Hall family. Who are we going for? Oh, we should throw in CPB for throwing asbestos all over Noble Park in uh, on Skyrail as well. And um, and uh, Worksafe for not showing up when a twelve-ton shed was dropped on the back of a truck. 
the lugs come loose, uh, and that could have been very serious. Was serious. Could have could have killed someone. Could have been worse. Yeah. Um, but WorkSafe didn't think it was a notifiable incident and didn't show up. Of course not. Righto, who are we going for? Jesus. We gave it to Capital Form last week, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't you say we gave it to Element them? Element 5, surely. They haven't had a win yet this year, and there's a yeah, double-header right. of a double job. Element 5 up. and Clark's Crones, absolute great double. Wouldn't pay much at the tab, but anyway. There'll be another ABCC case about standing up for women. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That. Well, we lost that, didn't we? Of course we did. <laughs> yeah. We would have lost and that asking for a women's can't toilet. Can't do that. Sookie the AWU. Because they're having a whinge about a leaflet that was apparently put out by some ex-AWU members who were not very happy with uh, young Ronnie, the uh, lead organiser. Rotten Ronnie. Uh, Rotten Ronnie's bloody uh, whinge like hell. The secretary had a whinge like hell. And uh, anyway, that's the way it goes. What do you expect when you invite the ABCC into your office for a meeting? (laughs) What do you expect? Yeah. Oh, but that was 12 months ago. Yeah, well... Still rotten. I think... I wonder what they tell people when they go to the party and say, well, what do you do? Oh, I work for the ABC. Oh, please. You know? Oh, we just lock union officials up for doing their job. You invite Nigel Hatchkiss and Kathy Cato to your headquarters to address delegates. Ask them for women's toilets and things like that. They're they're monsters and swearing. They put flags up and stickers. But this is the thing they'd go, not all the unions are like that. We got invited to a meeting at the AWU. They were nice. (laughs) Yeah, they were lovely. Righto. We're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And for our good mate, Adam Olsen, and his big night out, and I agree with you, the Prophets of Rage are a great band with Chuck D. All the boys from Rage Against the Machine, unfuck the world. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.